Hello? Hi, you are today's number one guest on the <laughs> Free Pizza and Vodka Podcast. Who's this? Uh, well, tell me more. Uh, would you like my credit card number and my mother's maiden name? Yeah. Last four, my social. It, tell me again how I can get rich quick. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. You you already know what's all going on, man. So yeah, just uh, you can just give us your details and uh, we can go from there. Yeah. Get right into it. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um. But uh, so are we taping yet? Are we rolling? Yeah, man. This is the show. This is it. We're doing. Oh, we're it. already on. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, see, I didn't know we were already going um, because there was something very important I wanted to talk about this week. Um, in addition to, you know, my upcoming comedy special we'll be filming in the spring here in Hollywood. Um, I don't know how it works over there in Europe, uh, but uh, very, very big news here in America this week. Uh, bigger than anything that uh, the election coming up Tuesday, the war in Yemen, fucking homelessness. Do you know what happened in America this week? I mean, this is huge, dude. Do you know what happened here? What happened? The McRib came back, brother. The McRib came back on November 1st. I've had seven of them already. And it's because for a limited time. To me, the McRib unites us as a people. You know, it's. I don't, do you have McRibs over there? I don't go to McDonald's. I don't know if they got McRib. I but I mean, you see the signs, you walk by, right? No, I don't. No, it's not really like that where I am. Where I live, there's not there's no fast food. You have to go to the next town over. They don't have fast food. Over okay, here. well, when you leave your cave <laughs> and you go into town for supplies <laughs> to pick up your 55-gallon drum of molasses to I, get you through the winter. I seriously don't even look over. I do go to Taco Bell now because we have Taco Bell out here now, which is amazing and horrible all at the shame. same time. You know, but um, well, any, any anyway, yeah, I don't know if they've got we, the We talked about here. White Castle. Uh, to me, actually, the McRib is very similar to White Castle. There is no um, middle ground with it. Either I don't know if I've them, had a McRib you... or not before. I just can't say. You're such a fake black guy. It's not, even real, not, it's not even real pork. And I don't eat no, pork now not. anyway. So that's, that's exactly why that's I'm saying why, I'm... That's why it is the, the barbecue sandwich of choice for the Nation of Islam because... There is no real pork in it. It's a, it's a factory-made pork product. So they can still get their bean pies and go hang out with Farrakhan and be like, yo, McRib is fucking on. But, mm. you know, Nation Islam doesn't talk like that. They, 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 yeah, they're they so don't. well-spoken. Yeah, they speak so well. Don't send any emails to me about anything Jonas Garvin says. You send that shit directly to him. I just... Because if you do, <laughs> he just forwards them to me. And I'll answer him directly because I don't, I don't give a fuck. Don't even, don't even start getting me on that little... In, into that yeah, loop. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, no, go ahead. Any, I tell you what, people, you, I'm feeling extra feisty today. I don't know if it's because the McRib's back and I'm all full of piss and vinegar because I'm so excited. You're all full of McRib, apparently. I'm full of McRibs. And, uh, you know, that's what it is, dude. I'm pumped. Like, the McRib is back. Like, I can, like, like, White Trash Nation is taking it to the streets. This is our time to shine. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, like, I, dude, I'm telling you, it's, it, it's like, like I said, like the White Castle. Either you love them or you hate them. And I am on the McRib. And people are like, you know what's in that? I'm like, no. And I, I don't care. You know, it's like I love hot dogs. Hot dogs are fucking delicious. Oh, you know what's in that? No, I don't care. I've read the fucking ingredients. It's full of shit I can't pronounce. Mm. That's what makes it so fucking delicious. You know? <laughs> it's, it, if I can't pronounce it, it's fucking tasty. Wow. 
but you know, that, you know, and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm amped up this morning, man. I'm, yeah. I don't know what it is. I have no idea. Good for you. Well, it's, it's evening for you, but you know, but uh, <laughs> it's actually a, a weird. Uh, we're actually doing this on a, on a Saturday, LA time instead of a usual Sunday. Yeah, we're not doing um, it at halftime like we normally might do it. Because uh, we're going to start to that, but but usually like we've been doing it at the halftime, which is fun. But tomorrow I'm I'm doing my uh, annual biscuits and gravy party here. I'm going to have a household of fans, uh, friends, fans, friends, uh, oh, the vodka's kicked in. Um, and once again, this is the free pie, pizza and vodka podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't have any pizza tonight. One. No pizza tonight. Usually, That's a Sunday. Usually it's reserved for Sunday. So. Exactly. That's your, you know, today I'm having, um, well, besides the McRib, uh, maybe we can get McDonald's. <laughs> you think McDonald's will sponsor us? They listen uh, to one episode and be like, we are not touching you motherfuckers no. with a 10-foot McRib. I don't think that that would be... 10-foot mm, McRib. <laughs> Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, no, so it's, uh, tomorrow's the party. You've been to it before, right? The yeah. biscuits and gravy party over here at my yeah. dad. Yeah. It's my biscuits and gravy is hands down the greatest on the planet. And the trick is to make extra good biscuits and gravy. You got to be able to see your reflection in the sausage gravy. That's when you know, you got the right amount of grease to it. That's ridiculous. You got to. You know, I've never, I've never, I've, the only time, you know, I've always heard people talking about meat sweats before. The only time, <laughs> yeah. the only yeah. time in my 45 years of living on this planet that I've ever had meat sweats was two years ago, maybe three years ago at your house. Oh, the Super Bowl. And you made this meatloaf. And I wasn't even eating meat. This was when I was deciding that I was going to stop <laughs> eating meat. That's I, how good it was. But I was at your house, so I was like, I have to be courteous because I hadn't gone full, you know, vegetarian or pescatarian or whatever. You gone full tart. And then I come to your house and you put like this half a pound of like meatloaf something it was a full pound i do full pounds like i don't even know what it was Um, but it was so good and i literally thought i was having going into like cardiac arrest and my head my head started sweating i was like oh jesus meat sweats yeah and and like and the thing is it's just the dude the way i cook you know me dude it's my passion and and i want it to taste good because if i'm gonna cook something i'm not cooking you fucking you know uh uh, a salad. Uh, anybody can go somewhere and get a salad, but like if you're eating at my house, you're going to eat right. And it was, if I remember right, it was two years ago Super Bowl. I made the the monster meatloaf. It was meatloaf on top of a bed of homemade mashed potatoes on top of uh, crack bread, which for those of you who don't know what crack bread is, it's that frozen garlic toast you get at the grocery store. Do you have that over there? I don't know. Probably. It's it's this loaf of stuff that they like soak in oil and butter and then they freeze it. And then you just warm it up in the toaster oven and serve it. And nice. it makes your uh, lips and chin all shiny. It's awesome. And then like homemade gravy all over the top. And uh, it's basically enough. One serving is enough food for several people, but we all had one plate and we were all sitting around like, Usually we're yelling at the TV during football, but like the second half, no, they're no, like, oh, yeah, no. touchdown. We're like, uh, no, no, I couldn't move. I uh, had shit to do, too. I'm like, I was supposed to be interviewing the the lead singer from Concrete Blonde. I'm like, I got to go, and I can't. Yeah, no, if I, if I remember right, like, we all just canceled all our plans. <laughs> like, I, can't, I can't get out. I, I have to hit you up tomorrow because you cooked all this meatloaf. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, um, God, what's the, what the, uh, what was I going to say? I was just going to make a witty reference to their song, but it eluded my mind because 
of the Free Pizza and Vodka podcast brought to you by Kevin Wine this morning. Um, so, um, I saw you post something on the Facebook page for the Free Pizza and Vodka uh, podcast that uh, uh, what what the fuck uh, they're eating people in Thailand or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so apparently, uh, this guy. Um, owns a restaurant, and he's getting into it with this guy. I don't know what happened with he. He ends up I killing. Read the article oh, you read it? Okay, you read it. Too. So for the people that don't know, it's this a guy, regular customer. Yeah, he kills this guy, and um, he's like the owner of the restaurant's accused of trying to dispose of the body by cutting him up and cooking the man and serving it to the customers. <laughs> which, which is pretty smart. If you ask me. You yeah, oh, like, brilliant. No better way to get rid of all the evidence. We have a special on Pad Thai this yeah, week. Exactly. <laughs> you know, just, just uh, you know, bring your friends, bring the family, bring the wife, bring the kids. Yeah, it's buy um, one, get two free meal this week. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, so it's pretty genius. But they said at the end of the article that they don't know if anyone actually ate anything of it. Hmm. Hmm. So, but... At the same time, that brings me to a suggestion I have. Um, I know you don't have this problem in Europe because everybody's like um, well adjusted, cool in Europe. Like it, you know, like <laughs> it's just yeah, normal. But like in America, we get all sorts of fucked up problems. America's the only country with an obesity problem and a hunger problem. Mm. We have both. Like, mm. how the fuck does this happen? Like, how do you? You can't have both problems. You can't have an obesity problem. And a hunger problem. It's crazy. Like you drive down La Brea in Los Angeles, and you'll see a billboard that says, help feed the starving kids. And the next billboard would be like, hey, Dr. Such-and-Such can melt your fat away. Like, <laughs> it's just, how do we have whole problems? So I have come up with a remedy to the obesity and hunger problem here in, in this country. Uh, I don't know if you want to hear it. Would you like to hear it? Yeah, lay it on, man. What do you got? I think we start feeding the fat people... Excuse me. Yeah, start feeding the fat people to the hungry people. Some this sort comes of in with the cannibalism. That's from, well, the thing is, what more incentive do you need to get into shape than being fed to a bunch of fucking homeless people? So some you know? sort of culling is that what you're talking about? Is like uh, what's that movie where they just start killing people? <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. What, what I'm saying is, called? you gave me this article mm. about about the guy serving his customer, yeah. which still blows my mind because it was a regular customer. I could see if it was just some disgruntled asshole that came to your store. No, you would kill regular. you would kill somebody that you know before you'd kill a random stranger, I think. I think you would feel um, I think you would feel more comfortable. You would take it to a different okay. level. Well you would take it to a different <laughs> level with somebody that you know. Like I would I would argue with somebody that I know a lot at a deeper Since level you said that, than a stranger. Your guest room privileges at my pad in Los Angeles are now off. <laughs> Just don't start any <laughs> shit. Just don't give me any yeah. problems. Isn't that what they used to say? <laughs> don't start no shit, won't uh, be no you shit. <laughs> you will not be coming in my pad anymore. <laughs> I've never I've never come in your pad before. I don't know what you're thinking I'm doing in there, but Well, that's because you're always here with your ex wife. Oh, <laughs> come on. Oh, so, but, <coughs> I mean, it's just, uh, you know, to me, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I don't agree. I mean, like, I would just, me personally, I would just like to shoot a bunch of people, mostly idiots. It doesn't matter if I know them or not. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care. I just want to 
get rid of the idiots. We well, I'm so sure. Many I'm sure that a lot of people would kill a lot of other people if killing people wasn't illegal. Well, that's that just like this. With, that's with, like the movie that I'm trying to think of that is just escaping me, and I can't remember what it's called. And they do this in the film. Well, it's, it's, it's like the gun control thing. They're like, they're like, we got to make guns illegal. If somebody kills anybody. I'm like, well, murder is already illegal. Mm. And we talked about guns last week. And it's just, I get it. You know, like, okay, murder is illegal. People still kill people. But you know what? We got to have, we can't just be like handing out fucking automatic weapons to fucking everybody and all that bullshit. You know, it's just. But, no, of course not. You know, I, I know what you're saying. But to me, it's just all sorts of fucked up shit. Now I'm all pissed <laughs> off. Uh, you can't let that kind of stuff get to you. I saw Alec Baldwin is facing charges. He got arrested in New York or something like that for uh, he was getting ready to beat somebody's ass for stealing his parking spot. <laughs> He's well, a gangster, uh, dude. He's you, always you, fighting people. You've been to New York. I've been to New York. For those of you who have never been to New York, uh, a parking spot is worth fighting over because it makes L.A. parking look like an empty cornfield. Right? I mean, like it's, 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 if you, I've never, you know what, come to think of it. I haven't been in New York in quite some time, but I've been there a million times and come to think of it. I have never, ever, 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 ever seen a parking spot in New York <laughs> that was available. <laughs> like there's no, it's not like LA, like where you got to like move your cars for street cleaning <clears> or <throat> like in the Midwest, you got to move your cars for snow plowing in New York. Once you get a spot, you basically just like, Hey, I parked my car on the street. I'm never driving anywhere again. And I've never seen a parking spot become available in New York City. So I got to side with Alec on this one. Fuck you. If, if, if you're trying to take my spot, I'm going to beat your fucking ass. <laughs> wow. Road rage much? A little bit. <laughs> I walk everywhere in Hollywood because I had, you know me, dude, I walk everywhere. I love to walk mostly because I drink and if I'm walking, I can stop and have a cocktail somewhere. You know, I'm walking to wherever I had to drive. Cause my, one of my doctors, another thing about getting into your forties, you don't have more you, in your twenties and thirties. You got one doctor, you get your doctor, you go see once a year, you get in your forties, you got like a team, a team of fucking doctors. Mm. Um, I'm going to see my doctor on Thursday because I got to have that nose surgery in December. Um, you wouldn't think that doing cocaine, all through your 20s, would result in health problems in your 40s. (laughs) Apparently it does. Yeah, no, i got to have my nose rebuilt next month. Wow. Um, Because of all the coke I did. But anyway, she moved. I used to take the the metro to her office because it was right off the metro station, you know, down by the the new 73-story, downtown L.A. But now it's, like, further south. It's, like, over there uh, past the uh, the, – what's the place where the fucking – uh, Lakers play at oh the Staples Center yeah. it's all past that so I'm like fuck I gotta drive there right and I haven't been behind the wheel in this town in probably three weeks because like I said I walked everything I walked the fucking my gigs I walked my auditions I walked everywhere I walked to the store I just walked to the grocery store this morning I walked to the bank walk everywhere because in the city of Los Angeles for those of you who don't know um, it's quicker it's quicker to walk where you got to go than it's to drive. Um, and I had to drive. And uh, within, I would say, seven minutes of being behind the wheel in this fucking city, I was like, this is why I don't have a concealed carry permit because there'd be a lot less people living here because I would kill them all. Because 
everybody's on their fucking phones. Everybody doesn't pay attention. It's fucking disgusting out here how people drive. The Purge. And That's the name of the film. Purge. <laughs> and now, now he's going. You know what? You know what I felt like when I was driving. I felt like Michael Douglas falling down. <clears throat> yeah. Remember that movie? Yeah, I don't think I ever saw great. all of that. I saw most of it. Are you joking? No, come on, man. You can't you can't That's catch a great every, flick. Can't catch every film. Um, I'm watching the Ohio State game. <clears throat> Nebraska's two and six. Oh. Ohio State oh, seven and one. They are they're beating the shite out of Ohio State. Um, but it's still Should early. Should I go knock on the door? It's still early. There's still plenty of football. They're only up about by five points. But uh, well, should I should I go uh, knock on the door next door? Or no, he's probably over there at the uh, the old happy ending. Mm. It's now called the Sycamore Tavern. Oh, lovely. Good for them. <laughs> yeah, remember when that place was El Compadre or not El Compadre, but uh, Acapulco? Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Forever ago. Yeah. No, no you and I have uh, spent a few nights in there mm. uh, drinking and watching sports. Mm. Yeah, you know, uh, that's it's a good spot on uh, on Sunset, hmm. but uh, there's a bunch of other better spots now. That's just my opinion. I but, see uh, kisses. Nice thing is I don't have to drive there. <clears throat> right. I see kisses going on a tour again. They're on their final tour. It's amazing how some of these bands can still actually pack in arenas, and they're so old. Well, it better be their final tour. They're 117 years old. Everybody's on the last tour. Ozzy Osbourne's on his No More Tours tour, which he's been doing since 1993. And um, <laughs> yeah. and the Stones have been on their last tour. Yeah, the Stones are on the tour 70s. right now. They're on tour again. And they're in their You know 70s. what, dude? Matt props to the Stones. I mean, Keith Richards, to me, is a fucking idol. Hmm. Because the guy <clears throat> has... I thought I have parties. I'm going to go have <laughs> surgery on my nose next month because I did coke in my 20s. Mm. This motherfucker lives on heroin and booze Cigarettes. and Marlboro Reds. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'm playing a gig tonight. I'm like, wow. Mm. Like, you mm. know, like, you're awesome. That's hilarious. I met, um, oh God, his name's escaping me right now. What's the drummer's name? Mick Jagger. No, the drummer. Um, oh, Charlie Watts. No, he's not the drummer then. Uh, What's the guy's name? The drummer for who? What, R- from the Stones? Rolling Stones. Well, there's uh, oh my God, Mick Jagger, my brain's not Keith working. Richards, yep. Charlie Watts, no. and their bass player. They've gone through a couple. No, he's current. Um, <clears throat> now I feel stupid. Are you in front of the computer? Yeah, but I'm trying to look it up. Hold on. So anyway, I used to work at... Um, as you know, the Beverly Hills Hotel. I say whatever because I don't yeah. care. Um, so, um, Ronnie Wood. Ronnie Wood. There it is. So he comes in and he's staying in one of the bungalows, which are like. And off. he still has the same hairdo that he does in like '81. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's there. I like that Rod Stewart look. Yeah, he's there and he's with his bodyguard, you know, whatever, and uh, they're they're drinking, and. Um, they leave, you know, and they were there for like the weekend and um, they leave. They go back to their room and then I get an order for a room service for him, you know, and they want me to take it out to the bungalow. So I was like, oh, cool. You know. Six bottles of Jack Daniels, one <laughs> ounce of cocaine and uh, some dry white toast. No food. Yeah. <laughs> food order. So I'm going out to the bungalow and um, God, I'm trying to think how old this guy. He's he's in his seventies, you know. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. So I open Dude. the <laughs> open the door, and he's in there. Please pl- tell me he's naked with like a twenty-one-year-old chick in the back. He's playing guitar. Yeah. <laughs> he's playing guitar. This chick's probably she couldn't have been over twenty. 24. That's fucking so <laughs> awesome, dude. So you know, I was like, oh, I mean, man, on. this is dope. And, you know, and I was, it, you know it, it's, it is what it is. That, that kind of stuff, I'm sure, happens there all the time still. Well, and, dude, that's, but, it's like Bill Maher says. He's like, Keith Richards fucks 18-year-old girls because he can. Yeah. There's no, it's not because, like, you know. And, and, and there's a comedian. God, I can't remember his name. I was watching a documentary about Richard Pryor. Hmm. And I can't remember <laughs> the name of the comedian or writer, whoever it was. But uh, uh, let's just say the comedian's name was 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 comedian X, where I don't know, fucking mm. just you know, I can't remember the name of the comedian. Anyway, he says they're, they're interviewing. He's like, yeah. So uh, Richard calls me one day, and he says, get over to my house right now. Just you got to get over here. And he's like, is everything okay, Rich? You know, everything's safe. Just I just need you here right now, right now. And he says he rushes over to Richard Tyler's house in uh, in Sherman Oaks there, and. Richard answers the door completely butt-ass naked hmm. and brings the guy in and there's two beautiful like Swedish women there completely naked on the couch and a pile of cocaine the size of your head on the coffee table <laughs> and he and Richard Pryor tells the guy you can't stay here but I just wanted to see I want you to see what I got going on here to give you incentive to make it and he shuts the <laughs> fucking door on the fucking guy's face i'm like oh that's the greatest fucking motivation there is you know that's hilarious <laughs> and uh yeah no, and, and and like uh uh i don't know if you guys ever heard of vic dunlop uh he was on the richard Pryor show back when richard had that sketch show hmm. he was uh doing it like in the late 70s or early 80s and it was kind of a precursor to me of Dave Chappelle's whole thing, like where Rich wanted to do one thing and the network didn't want him to do. So he said, fuck you, I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Chappelle did with Comedy Central. But Vic, um, who's passed on now, Vic passed away a few years back. Vic was the guy who got me my first record deal with Laughing Hyena Records. And he was telling me stories about like, it was it was like him, Robin Williams, and Richard Pryor, like the, the debut night of their show. They're doing like, like in Living Color, Saturday Night Live type thing, right? And they're all in the in the dressing room, like nervous and like, okay, you know, this is our first night and everything. And we're talking about heavy hitters here, you know, like fucking Robin Williams and, and, and Vic and Rachel. And they're all sitting around all nervous and shit. And, uh, and Richard walks in with a bowl of cocaine, not like this fucking bullshit. Like, you know, Oh, I've got an eight ball. I know like a bowl, like a fucking cereal bowl of cocaine. Mm puts it on the table and he's like hey let's have a kick-ass show and uh and vic tells me they all start just slamming it up their nose like as fast as they can like with spoons and knives and everything like that <laughs> and richard's like what the fuck's wrong with you white folks you see some free cocaine you go ape shit <laughs> you know like <laughs> like and these are just like the, the the cool thing about being in this business is you get to hear stories like that and mm-hmm. it's so fucking rad you know i mean like it's just, and especially living in Los Angeles, like yesterday, dude, I walked, uh, I had to go to the doctor's office yesterday, like I said, team of doctors, to take some blood, whatever they needed to, uh, they, there's some sort of court case that's not settled yet. They needed some blood. No, I'm kidding. But um, anyway, I walked into my office and uh, I stopped at the rainbow for a quick shot and I'm just walking down sunset, like just walking down the strip, dude. No, granted, it's changed a lot here. 
Uh, it's got more bougie, more high-end hotels and bullshit like that. But, dude, it's still a Sunset Strip. Mm. And I've been here almost 14 years, and I still can't believe this is my neighborhood, dude. I live where people come to vacation and, like, take pictures. It's fucking rad. <laughs> I'm a stone's throw from the whiskey. I, You know, the rainbow. It's fucking awesome, dude. LA. Think of, <clears throat> you get to live in history. And the thing is, you know, it's, it's L.A., but, like, I don't live, like, in... You know, Pacoima or fucking, uh, you know, downtown or this. I live where, like, they make movies about, and it's fucking rad. And to me, it's like, to me, it means something. Probably not to anyone else, but to me, I think. Yeah, so change the subject because no one gives a shit. (laughs) Don't start around with this, I love you, man, Hollywood diatribe because you've been drinking, you drunk fuck. Get the fuck out. No, I'm just saying, it's fucking (laughs) rad to live here, dude. Fucking, and plus the fact that. It's sunny out, and I'm sure it's fucking overcast and drizzling where you're at in London. No, actually, I was pissed off that I didn't have sunglasses when I was on my way to work this party this afternoon. It's been lovely today. Do they have sunglasses in London? Yeah, come on, man. It's lovely here. It's really nice. It's just not as hot as it is in L.A. I do miss that heat in California, though, especially this time of the year. I do. I like the heat, too, man. I, I, I cannot stand anything below, like, 80. Only in the fall, though, fall and winter months do I miss it. Summer, I think, in L.A., for me, is too hot because I like to drive around with my top down on my car. And I always had to have an extra shirt in the car just to cover my arms and shit when I was in L.A. because you'd just be burning up out there. It's so hot. Because you're stuck in traffic, like you were saying earlier. You just sat there. Yeah, no, if, if you're in a convertible in Los Angeles, uh, you're fucking going to get burned. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like... You know, it's it's the same as laying on the beach, but without the pina coladas. Unless you're smart and you bring road drinks, mm. then you know you're okay. Mm. You are. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we're yeah, exactly. So uh, yeah, so okay. Um, you, you you're, you're fucking giving me shit for saying I like living in L.A. That's fine. No, um, you you were getting just you're going on this deep dive on on you know L.A. No, I was. I'm just saying, dude. I think it's fucking rad that I get to live. I'm, I feel privileged to live here yeah but I have, a, I, I have a queen I that privileged. lives i there's a queen that lives up the street from me so that kinda, a queen that's like completely different i have a queen that lives up the street from me too it's over in west hollywood yeah not that the queens were all fucking that, out not a slang queen like queen that's on your money speaking of which queen. that <laughs> speaking of queens uh that freddie mercury movie came out yeah i want to see that have you seen it the bohemian rhapsody you haven't seen it yet dude i'm telling you probably one of the greatest front men of all time hmm. freddie mercury yeah, and uh, not to mention their music was pretty fucking rad. Mm. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the music because every time I see the previews, it looks fucking awesome. Right. And I just, yeah, I want to see. I mean, I've been a fan of Queen since I was a kid. You know, I mean, uh, you, you get introduced to a queen um, when you're little at sporting events. <laughs> you know, like another one bites the dust. Yeah. Well, that was like uh, Billy Sims. You. I think that was his theme song, wasn't it? Back in the 80s, Who's when song? Billy Sims, he was a running back for the Detroit Lions. He was like the Barry Sanders of the 80s. And uh, I think Another One Bites the Dust was his theme song. So every time he scored a touchdown, they would play. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then like, think about, uh, you know, um, We Will Rock You, the, the whole doot-doot. Yes, yeah, timeless. It's like that. You, you, you go to fucking games as a kid, you don't know that's a fucking song. Mm. You just think that's something they're playing at the stadium. Mm. And then you're like, oh, my God, like – and then we are the champions, which is you know. Yeah, uh, most that. of this stuff is is is, uh, is classic stuff. Ohio State's winning now, so you can't uh, talk any crap about the. Well, and and anymore. how about 
how about the end of Revenge of the Nerds when they rock the Queen song, We're the Champions? <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and how about the song Fat Bottom Girls, which Spinal Tap kind of duplicated with Big Bottom Girls. Mm. Mm. You know, but yeah, Queen, I mean, the thing is to me, if you don't like Queen, fuck off, because they're a great fucking band. You got a lot of guys who are like, oh, I don't like that gay guy that was singing. No, fuck off. I mean, like, they're the same people that got all pissed off when uh, Rod Halford came out of the closet <laughs> from Judas Priest. Like you needed to have him come out of the closet the way he's been dressing yeah, yeah. in leather no, and spikes. we didn't need it because we knew <laughs> we knew what was going on. Anybody but that wears a leather vest with spikes on it or studs on it and and, and the visor, the little visor, visor, visor with the with the yeah. Yeah, and, that and is that is like the '80s gay uniform. Like when you, that was like the gay starter kit. Like when you decided, yeah. I don't know if I'm gay. I think I might be gay. I'm gonna go see what's up. Immediately, that shit arrived at your house. There. That arrived at your house yeah. in, a, in a un un uh, what do they call it? A discreetly packaged envelope. <laughs> then you came out of the house and went out like that. So yeah, everybody. Yeah, knew the he kind was gay. that you had delivered to the back door. Yeah. No pun intended. They knew he was gay. Um, but yeah, I mean, but like it, it just it cracks me up even in this day and age when people are, are are prejudiced against like pretty much anyone. I mean, except Armenians. But um, you know when they they like don't say like, that in Glendale. Like, I, <laughs> no, you can't. Well, hopefully nobody in Glendale is listening. But uh, <laughs> well, because I don't think you can get our podcast in a BMW. But um, I think that uh, I just it cracks me up, dude. It's like 2018, and like when you have people like, oh, you know, damn homosexuals and this and that. It's like, give me a fucking break, dude. Like, 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 nobody's trying to fuck with your shit. Leave people alone. Let them do their shit. You know. I think I think you, though you for to, for some people though that's the problem is because they're seeing that gay people are doing their thing, but then when I'm trying to do my thing, not me personally, but somebody else is trying to do their thing, and it's not in alignment with that position, then you get attacked. So it's like, I'm, just, I'm not explaining it well, but it's like, you can be gay and that's fine. But if I'm, you know, saying something like, I'm proud to not be gay, that's bad. Oh, no, I hear you. It's kind of like when, when people do the whole, I'm proud to be white and they get called racist hmm. type shit, you know? Um, it, it, yeah, I get it, but it's like, you know, the, the, what I found in my travels, uh, if you hate something, it's probably what you are deep underneath. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you hate gay people, you're probably a closet fag. <laughs> you know? You know You know what I'm saying? I think sometimes it's what you've been brought up and taught. I think a lot a lot of it has a lot to do with that, actually. It's it's what you've oh, yeah, been dude, exposed it's, it's all to of it. as a kid. So All it has to be taught. Yeah, so I don't you know, think it's I mean, in like, core. I, no, it's not. When you're born, just like born to like like everybody. Like like I said to you, I grew up in the South, man. Like like where you're supposed to hate everybody, but I didn't, and nobody around me did. Like we like liked everybody. Everybody's cool. I had to move to liberal Southern California to start hating everyone. You know, mm. I think, and it has nothing to do with gay, straight, black, white, Cuban, Asian. I just hate every motherfucker on the planet now <laughs> because of the traffic. That's why I try to walk everywhere, dude. Because like you, and it's amazing how fast. Bad traffic can turn you racist as fuck. Like, everybody's like, I'm not racist, I'm not racist. Oh, really? Wait till that fucking uh, Chinese person cuts you off on the 405 and you just start fucking unleashing slurs mm. on that motherfucker. You know, it's just, it, it, it's the stress of, of it all. And, and like I said, too, like racism cannot be, 
it's not inbred in us. It has to be taught. The same with hatred of uh, gays, uh, you know, anything else. It's just, you know, and basically if you just kind of step back and like, hey, let me hear this person's side of the story and maybe I'll like somebody, you know? Yeah, um, nobody's trying to it's be more like, uh, Nobody's trying to be more tolerant now because this is not the way society's structured. <laughs> Everybody's trying well, just, to stand you know, their ground in, in, in every aspect of their life. Well, yeah, in Florida they stand their ground. That's what I'm saying. So fucking idiots. They shoot at you or on the internet. They're not going to budge. You're not going to change anybody's religion. You're not going to change anyone's political views. You're not going to change any of that stuff. People are just going to be, and that's just what they want to do. No, and it's and it's getting worse by the minute because people are just constantly on social media. Um, and he, I can't. I who said it? Like it used to be, you got your news from a few sources. Uh, you know, you got the nightly news, you got the New York Times, or blah, blah. But now you can get news from the source that you want to get it from mm. that you agree with. Mm. You know, if, if, if you're if you're like a, a racist redneck, you can watch Fox News and they will <laughs> tell you what you want to hear. If you're a fucking crazy left wing, you know, you can go watch MSNBC. They'll tell you what you want to hear. It's tough to find that source that's just facts mm -hmm. instead of pushing it down your throat what you want to hear i mean i, I watch actually uh, a lot of the uh, rt news i don't know if you get that in europe the, <laughs> the rt is in london <laughs> they have i thought it was in russia they have headquarters in london and in russia i've actually been trying to get oh, a no. job with them for the last like two years so dude uh do you watch watching the hawks with the uh, tyrell jesse's kid yeah, and everything? yeah yeah <laughs> i watch it every now and then <laughs> I usually only funny, watch like, RT in the morning, so it's not usually on unless I'm sat in here for quite a while. But yeah, no, I watch. I try to watch that, and then I try to watch like some some Tom Hartman programs, some fucking uh, free speech TV, some mm -hmm. Democracy Now. I just try to like you know because it's really funny when you. I used to be ten years ago a guy who was tuning to CNN all the time because mm -hmm. that's what my parents watched, and then you watch it now and you're like, um. You know, they're never going to find that Malaysian airliner. It's been fucking five years. You can stop covering the goddamn Malaysian mm. air fucking flight. Um, but it's just, you know, like I said, now you have a choice. You can choose to go watch what you want to hear, which is fucked up, and that just fuels the fire of all these fucking idiots. Mm. So what's you know the what solution saying? then? You think we should only have X amount of media outlets and they all just, that doesn't, that's not going to work? Uh, no, my solution to that? is more money on education because if people are smarter and more educated they're going to make up their own minds have you ever noticed that we spend more money on bombs and we do books spend more money on fucking wars than we do fucking uh, classrooms and teachers that's because the because people... if we have an edu go ahead if we have an educated society people make up their own fucking minds we can't have that you got to have droids that fight each other and fucking can't talk and and work out their shit you need to have people that are freaking out about some idiots that are coming here in a caravan like anybody gives a shit but that's trump's like saying we're gonna throw rocks and guns it's like dude are you fucking nuts that's the kind of shit that these ignorants want to buy into because well, they're not educated they haven't I don't, read anything I, they haven't been i agree with sorry i don't cut you off i agree with what you're saying but i want to touch on something you did say i don't agree with and um that's the fact of there being money spent more money spent on on war or whatever it was you said than there is on school education the people that make the money know that there's more money in war than 
there is an of course there is dude so there's not going to be any investment in that so the people that have the money want to make more money so yes and because they know I, smart people don't want wars well the education so is not we keep yeah, them it's dumb not, it's not <laughs> it doesn't have a good return on it so exactly there's 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 not a big profit in a in a, in a uh, population of smart people the profit is in these nuclear warheads that you know uh, you can get for 80 billion dollars uh, and yeah that's just and you're exactly right it's the people with the money that make up the fucking rules and uh it's kind of like you know me when i go to mcdonald's <laughs> i got 10 bucks i make the rules i say i want four mcribs and they give them to me you know what i'm saying you need healing no dude you have no idea the amount of therapy i need like you have no no plausible like you cannot like you need probably six, seven, eight master's degrees just to figure out what the fuck's going on in my head right now. Hilarious. Um, the girl, yeah, no, but, no, I mean, it's, it's absolutely right. Like, it's, it's such bullshit, dude, that, that we have all this fucking infighting and war. Like, if, if we just were smarter and, and, and a better educated society is the cure to everything. Look at how awesome the, uh, the uh, Roman Empire was. Why? Because everybody was, like, getting education. Now, granted, they fell. They had their flaws, but, like, they were big believers in education and, and, and everybody getting educated and everybody going to school. And that's why I just don't like when, when I, I mean, to me, college should be part of the um, uh, deal, like, like high school, like it should be paid for by the government. Like it is over there. And people over here are like, Oh no, fuck that. You want to go to college? You got to work for it. I'm like, but you got no problem with like paying for high school and, do you understand if, if everybody had a higher level of education, we might be a better society. And this is coming from a guy who flunked out of Arizona State. Government you know, I mean, doesn't like, pay I'm, your I'm, university over here. You got to pay for that yourself. No, it's over. In, in, I'm not saying over there in London. I'm talking like over in Europe. I know a lot of uh, socialization, uh, socialism exists in like Ireland and, and stuff like that, where like you can go to college and stuff like that. And, and and the healthcare thing too. The healthcare, like, why the fuck? I'm, are you kidding me? Why the fuck are we like? We, why do we not have just like you should be able to just go to the fucking doctor? And because it's always been one you know, way. So it's always been one way. It's gonna be a, a minute before you guys, you know, completely turn the ship around. And. Admit. Yeah, but no, it's so easy to do. It's, it, no, it, it's, it's so many moving parts, no, it, though. It's, it's, you know? No, but it's not. It's not. It's because everybody talks about oh, it takes time, this and this, we got to do this and that. No, that's because the fucking bureaucrats and dumbass politicians are trying to keep people happy rather than just signing legislation to make it happen. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I will say about this Donald Trump idiot. Granted, some of his stuff hasn't stuck, and I don't agree with anything he's done, but the motherfucker's like, fuck it. I'm here. I'm going to start signing shit, and mm-hmm. this is the way it's going to be. And that's the way it should be. Like, you're an elected official. You're there. And all these motherfuckers do, every single one of them, is just jerk each other off. And my friend Roger Rod says it best. He's like, you got Republicans and Democrats. They act like they're against each other. They act like they're going to do this for this and this and that, blah, blah. And then behind closed doors, they're drinking fucking single malt scotch, smoking cigars, and tying each other on the back, just like professional wrestling. And that's all it is. Mm. There's no reason we can't have 
change and well-being and all that stuff in this country right now, except for these fucking jagoffs. Yeah, but you have to think about it from the perspective of the doctors. Now, I'm I live over here where the healthcare is is paid for. It's still paid for by us, obviously in taxes, but the yeah, in taxes. The the situation is different than you think it is. Okay, there's there's a strain on the healthcare system as it is over here okay sometimes you're waiting forever to be seen and i don't mean like when you go in i mean just to get to see somebody you're waiting months and months if there's something you got you gotta shoot yourself then so i mean you you have to be a lot quicker if you have a gunshot wound you have to weigh stuff out i don't mean like emergency room stuff obviously you'll get seen but if you need to have like a surgical procedure like i had a a surgery done on my wrist because i had a, a broken wrist some years ago you know, it was six months. Before Jerking you... it off 24-7. Yeah. So, you know, it takes months and months to get seen before you can even get the procedure done is what I'm saying. So, um, but then you go to the doctor and they only let you see the doctor for 10 minutes. So it's there's different things that are in place that you you have to understand that aren't going to be easy okay, no, no, to I deal do with. So, but hold on, hold on, hold on. I wasn't done yet. I was just, just, I'm just getting yeah, slow to get into my point. Sorry. So I was talking to my doctor in, in Burbank in L.A. before I moved here, and we were talking about this very topic, and she says, you know, what the problem is is most doctors, like her, would just go private practice, right? So now you have a shortage of doctors for this government program. Because anybody that's gone to medical school for, you know, however many years to become a doctor isn't going to sit and become a doctor for the government and get paid, you know, however much they pay. But the government doesn't have the budget that the insurance companies have to pay these guys. So you're going to have a shortage of doctors now. And they have that problem here. And a lot of times when I see a doctor here, I'm like, God, you're you're the doctor, (laughs) you know, so. You, they, you'll then be having people coming out of university. They graduate from, you know, Harvard Medical or whatever. They'll go work at the hospital for a few years. They'll build up a client base, and they're going to go private. And then now you don't have a good doctor anymore. You got some kid, and that's the whole cycle: is these these young doctors that really aren't as qualified or as well experienced as the doctor you might normally have. That's where your problem's going to come, and then you're going to have staff issues like now, like we have over here, because these doctors are just okay. not available. I understand. Um, are you finished? <laughs> yeah, I'm shutting the hell up. Well, right. allow me to retort. <laughs> <laughs> um, you just described, my friend, the VA mm. here in America, mm. which I have firsthand knowledge with. I do my benefit. That, again, is on December 16th for the VA. It is overwhelmed with it, it basically the VA, the veterans hospitals here in America are exactly what you just described. It's free health care. It's not really free because these vets served. You know what I'm saying? They already paid. Some got shot at, some of them didn't, but it's part of the deal. You sign up for the service, you get to go to the VA, free health care for your life. Yes, because there's so much bullshit. It takes forever to see a doctor. It takes forever to fucking get a treatment, blah, blah, blah. But it's there. It's available for you. What we don't have in this country is... It's there and available for you like you guys have there. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it might take two weeks to see a fucking doctor, but at least it's there. We have so many people in this country that don't have that option. No, I appreciate that. I'm not suggesting people shouldn't have access to health care. I'm suggesting that what you're going to end up getting is going to be a mess. It should be better. And, Mm. and, 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 And you know who we can blame? 
on that? Insurance companies and pharmaceutical companies. Oh, well, yeah, they're, they're the ones that are going to lose, and they don't want to lose the hundreds of billions of dollars they make every year. So, of course, they'll fight it. Dude, it's the, it's the same thing with fucking booze and pot. You know me. I'm a fucking huge drunk. <laughs> and I've always said that marijuana is should be legal because you don't hear about people beating up their old ladies and, and, and stabbing people when they're high on weed. No, when people are drunk. It's a gateway they do that drug. Shit. It's a gateway drug. Yeah, yeah. It, it, if I can quote Dave Chappelle, it leads to other things. Junk food. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, but but booze makes you crazy. But then all of a sudden, like, you go to Dodger Stadium, and every billboard says Budweiser, Modelo, Jack Daniels, mm-hmm. all that shit. Mm-hmm. But marijuana, like, no, it's, it's, it's fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Well, all that's going to change the alcohol now. lobby. Well, you know, but. think we lost connection with much oh, there you are you're back because so. yeah because they were going to lose money because think about it, dude if you want to get fucked up and you want to smoke weed and you can't get weed what are you gonna do you can buy a 12 pack <laughs> but now that marijuana's legal you know you know what i'm saying that's why the alcohol lobby was so against legalization of marijuana mm. and and that's the problem with these lobby bullshit and all this government here and fucking oh dude i'm fucking getting pissed off now Breathe, breathe. So we were talking um, offline about. I can't breathe. I gotta have that surgery next month on my fucking nose. I'm trying to breathe. We're talking about Golden Tate leaving the Detroit Lions. Oh, that's right, dude. We've almost been an hour. We haven't even said one thing about football. No, we haven't. So it's kind of refreshing, actually. (laughs) Um, Ends up they're gonna get a trade. Was it third round pick or something like that with the trade? Um, I don't know. Well, that I mean, does that mean Detroit's given up on the season? Well, he's at the end of his contract. I mean, like I said, we're all he's everybody in the gun. division is like one game away from tied for first, though. So that's that's what blew the, my mind about the trade because like it's, it's anybody's division. Anybody can win that division, and you're like, let's give away one of our best players, and know, you know stupid. maybe uh, see what happens. To me, that's like they're looking at the future. Well, yeah, of course they are. Freed up a whole lot of money. Um, Yeah, of course they are. Kind of like what what John Gruden's doing over there in Oakland, but like, dude. What, nothing? Losing? (laughs) Oh, my God, dude. Like, like, I, like, almost feel bad for, like, I almost feel bad for Raiders fans. Like, like, dude, John Gruden, like, they look awful. Yeah, he's in there sucking it up hard. Uh, He's definitely not having a good season. Um, they'll they'll keep him for for one more what, season. They'll keep him for next year. But did you hear what, what Tragman was saying? He's like, when uh, Jimmy Johnson and Jerry Jones made all those moves in the nineties, mm. trading away Herschel Walker, blah blah. Everybody was against it, very yeah. unpopular. Yeah. But then they delivered three rings with what they got back. Yeah. I think that's what John Gruden's trying to do. Mm. Um, you know, but then there's the other argument too about John Gruden. Where everybody's like, oh, he's coming back. But then some people are like, well, he's he's out of touch with being an NFL coach now, uh, the way it is. How and long was he gone? Kind of looking. Shit, I want to say he won the Super Bowl in what was it, like 01 or 03? No, it was right before I left for LA. He won the Super Bowl. No, he, he left. He, I left in 03 for LA, and the Raiders lost to Tampa Bay the next year, and then he went to Tampa Bay, didn't he? So it's got to be what? Uh, he was out of coaching for at least 10 years, right? Yeah, about that. I don't know what to look into. I mean, the thing is, too, like, I was bummed. 
I was glad that he came back to coaching because he seems to love it. But at the same time, as a fan, I miss him on Monday Night Football because, like, he's a wealth of knowledge. Yeah. And sometimes you just want to tweet at him. You're like, dude, dumb it down a little bit because I don't understand what you just said. Pretend the fact that I'm not watching film with you in your family room. I don't know what you just said. You know, <laughs> I miss Pat Summerall and John Madden. They were great commentators. But, but sometimes John Green would be like, you know, when you go to the A bubble screen gap 42A alpha dog. And I'm like, <laughs> what? I'm like looking at my chick. I'm like, what? Okay, I'll just have a pretzel, you know, because yeah, that's, I don't eat You just seven. need to mute him and then turn on like some music when you watch games. He's commentating and uh, you'll be fine. No, no, because I like I like the knowledge you get from, but some of it was just over my head as a, as a, as a football fan, mm. you know. And I mean, I and nobody knows more football about me. Like we said, I was you know pop Warner, bench warmer, water boy, fucking. I mean, hey, I'm qualified. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think your Lions might have said, "Hey, fuck it, we're throwing in the towel on the season." I don't think so. I just uh, you know you can always look ahead. He's not really producing. There's no they weren't going to keep him anyway. He's at the end of his contract, so. He's, you know, so he's, maybe, 30, maybe, he's 30 maybe years other... old. He's 30 years old, too. So it's not like he's going to be running up and down the field for too much longer. Isn't it awesome that we sit here as fans and in a business, we could sit here and go, that motherfucker's 30 years old. Time to put him out to pasture. Like, well, I wish I was 30 years old again. I don't I wouldn't be that. having surgery on my fucking nose, I can tell you that. <laughs> I'd be cold and banging fucking chicks. Well, yeah, and then we'd but, be having the same conversation 15 years later. Yeah, I think I need to get a DeLorean with a flux capacitor. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I, uh, you know, it, it, the line to me when you make a move like that, when you trade somebody, what a third round pick? Yeah, no, I think it was third round. Yeah, I think so. That's just saying we want him out of here. To me, anyway. Yeah. But I don't know. But it doesn't really matter for Lions fans or Viking fans or Packer fans. It doesn't matter whatsoever because we all know the team that's going to win that division and then it's probably still, the Super Bowl. Still, no, no, not probably. Still the Lions. I know. But, yeah, but that's cool. Uh, okay. Um, I'm going to speak more simply so you can understand me. I'll talk slower. Still the Lions. A certain team from a certain city. I'm not going to tell you where, but it starts with C, ends with O. And in the middle, it's Hakad. Uh the Bears. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, and uh, I just, if, if Trubisky can settle in and not be such a Jake Cutler, I think about, I mean, I rant about Trubisky online all the time and, and everything and call him another Cutler. But the thing about Trubisky is he's likable. He, uh, he's not a dick like Jake Cutler was. You know what I'm saying? Like, you root for the kid, but he plays like Jake Cutler. So he's like Jake Cutler, but nice. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But, uh, no, dude, I, I think that, that NFC North is the division to watch this year in football because everybody's like, every week it changes who's at first. Every fucking week. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, and, half uh, season's half over, so we'll see what happens this exactly, next coming couple dude, weeks. crazy. And uh, we're going to be doing uh, the live podcast, Lions versus the Bears, live from San Diego. <laughs> German, means a whale's vagina. Um, uh, and just, I, I can't believe Thanksgiving's going to be in what? Two weeks, three weeks, whatever it is. Something like that. We don't celebrate mm-hmm. that. We don't celebrate that here in England, so it's not usually on my calendar. So I don't know. Which is weird. You guys think you would over there because like it was like people from England. Yeah, they, they call it a happy with the Indians. It would be like happy treason day, traitors, wouldn't it? They left England because they were rebelling against England. So 
Yeah, well, um, but still, turkey's fucking awesome, and green bean casserole's really good. I think to me, like if you like if you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, I don't care what country you're fucking in, you're missing out, dude. Mm. I'm, I'm, it's the greatest holiday ever. Nobody buys any presents. You just drink, watch football, and eat. How is this not caught on in the rest of the world? Um, How are you not doing Thanksgiving in, in London? I don't know, dude. L.A. Rams playing New Orleans Saints. I think New Orleans might. I pick the Saints. Beat L.A. Uh, they they have the best chance so far. I think of them beating being beaten. And I think. Uh, and they are playing. Uh, they in are New playing Orleans. in New Orleans. In right? New Orleans. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, that, there's no way. I'm telling you this. Because the way I saw the Rams play last weekend against the Packers, they weren't supposed to win that game. No, no. But did you see, <laughs> did you see that idiot take it out of the end zone and Aaron Rodgers goes apeshit? No, they weren't supposed um, to win. But here's the deal. The other side of the argument is great teams win when they're not supposed to. Mm. Last week, the Rams won when they weren't supposed to. Mm. But Yeah, that happens. The Green Bay used to do that all the time. All the time. And they would have done it last week if that dipshit didn't take it out of the end zone and fumble it. You got 225 left on the clock. Take a knee. Give Aaron Rodgers the ball at the 25 and watch him walk on water like he does every goddamn weekend. Yep. And But no, this idiot, and they cut him too. They cut that Ty Montgomery. Packers did, thank God. Did they? <laughs> uh, oh, dude, they, yeah, they, they said goodbye. They cut him like a fucking field goal kicker that missed a fucking extra point in overtime. But, you know, the Lions will probably sign him now. No, <laughs> you know, give him a second chance. No, or, you know what? He'll probably sign with the Patriots, and Belichick will turn him into a Hall of Famer like he does with the rest of these retards. And it happens. They but, got uh, Kyle Van Oy. He was like this big thing coming to Detroit. Did nothing. Trade him New England. Kyle Van Oy. Kyle Van Oy. All the freaking time. Oh, and, and, and what's his name? Uh, the, the the guy from Cleveland um, that's with the uh, New England now. Josh. Uh, oh, fuck. The receiver. I don't know. Ah, oh, fuck. What I about can't his name? The con, the convict that never shows up for anything, and then he was in Cleveland, I don't and then name. what about him? He's though? been on all sorts of teams. Oh, but now he's lighting it up in Cleveland because mm-hmm. they put his locker next to Tom Brady, and you know he's the horse whisperer, and you <laughs> know hilarious. maybe that's what my comedy career needs. I'm gonna fucking call the New England Patriots and say, "Can you put my green room next to Tom Brady's locker?" <laughs> And then, you know, I got an HBO special. You know, like, maybe that's it. Maybe, maybe there's something I don't know. Uh, I, I, you know, who, who the fuck I don't knows? know. Who uh, knows? I think the biggest game for this coming weekend for the division is obviously going to be Detroit, Minnesota, because Detroit's three and four. Minnesota's four and three in that one tie. And Yeah, um, and, and, and that's going to be a, a good game, but I, I have picked the Vikings to win that game just because it's at home. Yeah. Um, you know, I, it, it, nothing against Detroit. Well, I everything mean, against Detroit. Ripping on Detroit. Everything against Detroit. You um, know, I'm, I'm not following with that anymore. So I'm, I'm just, you're not, I'm just, you're le- not I'm just letting it happen. <laughs> <laughs> just, it's going to be organic if it happens, man. I'm just letting it happen. Uh, but to me, the, like we talked about earlier, the game of week is the Rams-New Orleans Saints. That's yeah. the game. Yeah. I mean, you know, and then uh, you got Green Bay at New England. Yeah, New England's not Sunday losing. Night. New England's not losing to Green Bay no. in New England. They're just not. I'm gonna laugh my ass. I mean, I pick I pick the Patriots to win mm. with the points, mm. but I'm gonna laugh my ass off if it's like tied with a minute left and Aaron Rodgers gets the ball in New England and Hail Marys it. Oh, dude, and then like and then I can just watch Belichick. It, it, he's such a dick at press conferences <laughs> when he loses too. Like he's like, he's like, hey, what do you say? He's like, next week, 
let's talk about next week. Let's talk about next week. Let's talk about next week. I'm like, you're a fucking prick. You know? The uh, one game I didn't think was going to be uh, any good at all was the Oakland-San Francisco game. And uh, I actually picked it. It it was fucking awful. I picked it to be a tie. I didn't think anybody was going to score any points. But San Francisco actually scored 34. Two shit bowl teams, you get a great shit bowl. Like, you get, like, you know, like, hey, they both suck. It's going to be a great football game. We got home from, uh, from uh, I don't know where the fuck we were at. I don't know, somewhere. Anyway, we home flipped on the game. I'm like, oh, this is just awful. Like, I mean, like, and my favorite was, like, they kept every play, good or bad, they kept panning the Gruden. And, like, I'm even calling him, like, oh, uh, he caught the ball, Panda Gruden, and he could, he's just like, he looks like he's chewing on a bully stick, like a dog. Mm. And I now know what a bully stick is because I have a dog now. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, but uh, but a good show, though. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what's going on in football. We'll see what happens this week and, you yeah, know, whatever. So um, I can tell you what's going to happen this week. The Bears are going to win their game against Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo, and then, big deal. when they're done with that, they're going to go to a few other stadiums. <laughs> Just because they haven't, you know, had enough victory, they're going to win like six games this Sunday. I'm telling you right now. Six, the Bears are going 14 the ne- the next, and 0. The next six Sunday. games, you think they're going to win? No, no, I'm saying they're going to go to other stadiums the same day when they're done dismantling the Buffalo Bills. They're going to go to like Carolina, Baltimore, Washington, and they're going to just kick their asses too, just because. That's what the <laughs> Bears are doing. What, what kind of drugs are you on right now? Anyway, Bears. Get um, one vodka. If Bears, on the free pizza vodka. If Bears can't beat the the Bills, then they got. Oh, some they problems. can't beat the Bills, dude. I'm, I'm gonna throw my fucking TV out the fucking window. If they, I will. I know I said two weeks ago I was gonna burn my Bears jerseys, but this time I mean it. I'm gonna burn them. I saw on a podcast they burned a pair of like thousand dollar Kanye shoes. That was pretty funny. Kanye. Why wouldn't you? Well, you know, here Kanye's like, I'm going to step aside from politics now. I'm like, okay, so he's sobered up. Yeah, well, he's got some um, mental health issues, so we don't know what's going on with that brother, but something not good or not <laughs> good. So. He's, he's fucked up, but you know, <laughs> he's good TV, so we'll keep talking about him. Yeah, we'll see. So, anyway, let's wrap this up and let you go, and then um, we'll reconvene next week. We will. And uh, thank you all for listening again. And uh, I was going to do a giveaway. Um, this week because I like that's my thing now. You know, every week <laughs> I like to give away something. So I'm gonna tell you what. Anybody listening, just email me, and uh, I'm gonna buy you a cocktail of your choice at the bar of your choice in Los Angeles. How about that one? Cool. Excellent. What's the Sound email? Good? What's the email? Uh, well, just uh, just go to my website jonascarvin.com. Click contact me. Tell me where you want me to go. I will buy you a cocktail at your bar of choice as long as it's within walking distance of Hollywood. Because I'm not driving fucking anywhere. <laughs> Sounds like a good deal to me. I'd, I'd uh, uh, partake in that if I were closer. So, all right, cool. Good luck with that. And um, we're out of here. I'm going to hopefully have my studio put back together for next week's show. Well, I've had the whole place painted. So, uh, Hopefully the sound quality was okay. It's probably bouncing around like crazy in here, so we'll see. But uh, we'll catch you guys next week on the free pizza and All right. podcast. Peace. Later.